Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, special show today. We have a Los Angeles kid who is teammates with the players he once idolized in the Kings Dynasty era, and the owner of the biggest single hit I've ever seen thrown on Zidane Chara. It's Los Angeles Kings forward and Calder Cup champion, Trevor Moore. With him, we'll discuss rubbing shoulders with Kings royalty, continuing to develop amid a pandemic, and what kind of dude new Marley's captain Rich Clune really is. Here's Trevor Moore on the Yahoo Sports Hockey Podcast. Okay, let's jump right into it because we have Trevor Moore of the Los Angeles Kings on the line. Trevor, for starters, how are you doing? And, and what's the vibe around the Los Angeles Kings this season, given that you guys are right in the throes of the West Division standings? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I think that, you know, we're feeling good as a team. We're, we're doing a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know, had a nice win streak there. And, you know, it's competitive every night in your division. A lot of big points on the line. So, yeah, we're feeling good. So you weren't around for too long before the end of last season, um, but obviously there has been improvement in, in the way the which, in which the Kings are playing. So can you pinpoint one area of significant growth that has allowed the Kings to stay in the fight a little bit more this year? Yeah, I think just consistency. Um, just, you know, playing our system. We play, um, you know, a pretty a system that's pretty tough to play against for, for other teams. So I think just consistency in that. And then also our our big guys have been great this year brownie kopi dewey uh i mean they've been awesome so that's been huge so i'm going to get to those guys in a second but uh the one thing that's really unique with you is that you have a luxury that most players don't get to experience which is to play professional hockey uh in their hometown and it's even rarer for guys from california in the los angeles area so i'm wondering how familiar is your lifestyle right now compared to what you were accustomed to when you were growing up? I mean, you obviously had to air out the equipment by yourself when you were you know, in your minor hockey days. Maybe you had homework after practice. But is this life sort of the same as the one you were living before you left California and, and embarked on your hockey journey? Yeah, it's similar for sure. Uh, I was sitting in the gym today with the sun beating down on you through the through the sky. You know, it, and uh, I mean, that's special and something that I missed big time. But, um, but yeah, it's been similar to growing up. Obviously pretty surreal to, to play for the Kings and play with the guys that I grew up watching. So that's been awesome. But, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. Very special with my family right here and all that kind of stuff. I haven't been able to see them very much, obviously, with the pandemic. But, uh, you know, having them close to here and driving down the 405 like I used to is uh, it's pretty special. <laughs> What's also really cool is that the remnants of the team that you grew up cheering for still exist today. You mentioned Kopitar, Dowdy, Brown. These guys were on the cusp of winning cups when you were a regular in the seats at Staples Center. 
and also the guys who brought you to Los Angeles, Rob Blake, Luke Robitaille, they're legends of the franchise. So have you gotten used to being around Kings royalty just yet, or do you find yourself pinching your, yourself a little bit sometimes? Yeah, I think I'm used to it now. It's just kind of, um, you know, you do just getting or being around those guys are so humble and they're so normal. Um, I think it's gotten used to it, but it definitely for the first little bit there, hanging out with those guys, um, it, it was surreal and picking their brain. I think, uh, you know, I sit next to Carter on the plane and hearing his stories about when they were on those cup runs and all that kind of stuff is, is really cool. And then also, yeah, Blakey and, and Robitaille. I mean, it, it's been, it's been really cool. So you've been hearing stories about those cup runs, but I wonder what you were doing during those cup runs. How did you experience those wins when you were just a teenager watching the Kings lift a couple Stanley Cups? Yeah, I was actually pretty lucky. I got to go to a couple of those playoff games growing up. Um, but I mean, I, I watched every game. Uh, our whole family did. We were huge Kings fans, uh, big Kings community. So, so yeah, I mean, we were watching them and cheering them on. And I mean, I really do think that it changed uh, the face of California hockey when when they won those two cups, I see so many young guys playing and so many kids playing all that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it was awesome. So we've touched on a couple of the guys <laughs> that you grew up watching now playing with, um, but Dustin Brown and those guys are all having really good seasons, but Dustin Brown in particular with 11 goals so far near the top of the league lead and in, in goal scoring. And he's in his 18th professional season. Have you figured out what his secret is yet? I don't know what his secret is, but um but I mean, 18 years, you never know it. The guy's as lively as ever. He's always the first guy to be cracking jokes in the locker room. Um, he keeps it loose, but he's a, an incredibly hard worker. So I don't know what his secret is, but uh, I definitely got to try to figure that out because he's killing it. When you watch him and Anze Kopitar and Drew Doughty and Jeff Carter, what sticks out to you in terms of how they work, how they adapt, and, and how they perform on a day-to-day basis? I think their attention to detail is just, um, you know, it's second and none. They never mess up a drill in practice. They're always in the right spots systems wise, that, that kind of stuff. So I think that that lets them create the offense and do those other things because they don't have to think about the other stuff, which I think is, you know, something that a young guy can really learn a lot from. And I think that's what we all, what we all watch them do. And uh, we're trying to figure it out. That attention to detail, I think you could probably help apply to, to what you're trying to accomplish with the Kings. I mean, I think you've picked up some specialized skill, like the penalty killing has become an uh, important part of your role in Los Angeles. So can, can you look at that attention to detail and transfer it to what, you, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and what you're trying to, trying to be with the Kings? 100%. Yeah, I think that's something that um, I, I know that I've brought in the past and I, I'm trying to continue to work on and get better at and uh you know through that like i said the offense will come and i think it's kind of the next step that i want to take is you know transferring that good attention to detail and then you know making good offensive plays and kind of helping the production take the weight off those big guys so while the trade to los angeles was incredibly <laughs> cool because you're a local kid the circumstances haven't been ideal obviously covid19 thrown a wrench into everything and it kept the kings away from the ice for eight months nine months so I'm wondering what your approach was during that layoff. What were you able to do? What were you not able to do? And how did you make sure that you were still on the right development path uh, at a time when development still remains crucial for you during that pause? For sure. Um, It was tough. There weren't a lot of rinks open. Uh, They opened kind of periodically um, around where where I was staying. So uh, I was able to do that, but mostly just working out a lot, uh, a lot of cardio stuff with my family. Uh, my little sister is a trainer, so that worked out well. We were able to work with her. Um, doing a lot of like kind of, you know, trying to sharpen sharpen your mind if, if you want to, I guess. Uh, 
you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that I used the time to my advantage. I think a lot of guys did, and um, I think you can see it from our team this year. Hope you're nice to your sister growing up because uh, she could have really put you through the torture chamber, I guess. <laughs> she did. Don't worry. <laughs> um, there's also there's the physical, but there's also the psychological and mental component of being off from your profession that long. And, and a guy in your shoes who's, who's trying to establish himself as, you know, a regular with this team. Was that uncomfortable, uncomfortable for you, this long layoff? I mean, new to the organization, trying to establish your role, crucial time in your career, and it's sort of taken out of your control. So was there an emotional toll associated with that layoff? For sure. For the first few months, I think that it was, uh, it was tough, just exactly what you're saying. You know, you want to, you know, stay in it and you're trying to, you know, keep going and, and keep those relationships flowing and all that kind of stuff. So you feel comfortable during the year. But, uh, after a while, the Kings opened up the facilities and there was a lot of guys back there training and we were able to do that kind of stuff through the COVID protocols and, you know, testing, which we were really lucky to have. Um, but through that, I think that it made me more comfortable because there were so many guys there and it was like, we had months of training of, you know, just kind of hanging out and not so, not such a rigorous environment. So I think I came in this year way more comfortable than I had in the past on other teams. Um, so I think that was, that was really important. In terms of, you know, you obviously were able to train after a couple months, um, but it probably was a more a relaxed schedule than obviously you're going through right now. Uh, the schedule is crunched. The games are coming fast and furious. What sort of physical toll is that taking? And, and what are you guys doing as a team and, and yourself individually to preserve your body as best as you, as you can? Yeah, um, again, I'd say that, you know, you look at those older guys and how they take care of them, their body. I think everyone's leaning on, on that kind of system this year because you have to. Uh, there's so many games in such a short amount of time um, and they're all important games. Like I said, with the inner division kind of stuff. So you really have to, you know, take your time, stretch, make sure you're getting your recovery. Um, it's been kind of nice with the, you know, kind of a little bit of a college schedule where you go play two games over there and then two games somewhere else. Um, so, you know, you're kind of getting that continuity, not flying around, bounce around too much so far. So, um, so yeah, I mean, just really, really trying to take care of yourself and uh, prepare the best you can. Is the condensed schedule the biggest challenge with this new reality or playing during a pandemic, or is there something else that's been really uh, has been more difficult or at the forefront in terms of what's been difficult playing during a pandemic? Um, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's that it's, it's a bunch of small things, but it's not, it's not too bad. We're still just playing hockey, right? We're, we're out there, you know, fans, we wish the fans were there, but also we're just playing hockey. It, it is what it is. And, um, you know, take it a day at a time. So my theory coming into the season was that the, you know, the protocols, limitations, uh, and the realities of playing during the pandemic would actually help teams take it back to the basics to actually just be more of a team than usual, perhaps not unlike, you know, the under 16 Los Angeles selects that you played for about a decade ago. Does it feel like that for you that the Kings are more focused on hockey and team and enjoying the very basic elements of what it was to first lace up the skates? Uh, I would, I would say so. Um, I think that there's so few distractions this year outside of obviously yeah. like COVID, but you know, um, we eat at the hotel together. We're not going out to dinner in different spots. We're not trying to figure that kind of thing out. It, it's just, we're only playing hockey. We're not doing anything else. So yeah, it's, it's very much uh, similar to, you know, back in the old days. Okay. Two quick ones here before I let you go is the Kings reverse <clears throat> retro Jersey, the nicest Jersey that you've ever thrown on. I would have to say so. Those jerseys are so sick. <laughs> 
And finally, uh, a former teammate of yours, Rich Clune, was named captain of the Toronto Marlies, who you played for for a couple seasons and with for a few seasons. Uh, just in your eyes, what makes him such a special teammate? Uh, Dickie's a great person. Um, I'm so fortunate to have played with him. I think everyone who played with him is, uh, you know, they feel the same way. Um, when when we're at the hotel after a long day of travel and practice, and there's there's Rich back in the gym. You know, the guy's a freak. He's uh, brings the energy every single day. So uh, really happy for him. Well deserved. Trevor, I appreciate the time. Best of luck moving forward this season, and hopefully we can catch up down the road. Yeah, thanks for having me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.